Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Beard Talk Live, the uncensored Free Talk Live after show. Learn more at beard.freetalklive.com. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. There it is. I got it out. It was fuck. That was the first cuss word that I said tonight. I'm so happy about that. Because, you know, life is restricting. Right? And it's, it's nice to purposefully exercise uh, a right that you don't actually have. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Yeah. So, turns out somebody owns the air. Uh, they claim ownership of the air. Like, literally, free is the air. It, it's kind R- well, that takes a license, don't you know? Right, yeah. You, you must rent the air uh, with only their permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, to use it only for their appointed purposes. Uh, And, you know, if you are like, hey, no, you're wrong about this little part over here. Uh, They're like, "Uh, too bad. So sad because we have a monopoly. And we will permit your temporary ownership under these conditions for which you will pay the following fees. So even though I do a nationally syndicated call-in talk radio program, even though you do a nationally syndicated call-in talk radio program called Free Talk Live, mm-hmm. uh, we are not indeed free. To uh, talk live. Yeah. Uh, we are mostly. Yeah. But, you know. But frankly, sometimes a thing pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. And I need to say that to let off the steam, to give people permission to let off the steam when they're being fucked. Yeah. Because that's important. I mean,. This is exactly what 1984 was talking about when it said, here's the dictionary of words, and we keep paring them down. <laughs> yeah. Or Soon we will only need a few words and a lot of multipliers, like double plus ungood. It's like Huxley and Orwell. I'm just going to call them Huxwell. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They're basically prophets. It's the two sides of civilization. It's the uh, or architects, uh, carrot right? and the stick you know? of the control system that has been enslaving civilized humans for millennia. It's, hey, you will live in this wonderful comfort. Just don't question our insane hierarchy. Yeah, I... On the other hand, we are watching you 24-7. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. The, uh, the amount and of... And you can't get anything unless it's on the black market. No, and they're deploying all sorts of... Uh, there are tech companies who specialize in interconnecting otherwise unconnected camera networks and then is selling access to them to police and the FBI and you know these types of people. So these people are literally leeching uh, your tax dollars uh, with the courtesy of some threat of violence before they have the money to actually pay for it. Uh, I think it's important for people to know that I think that if you are like working for the government, right, you, you, you maybe you're just an office person or something, right? You know, you're, you're a janitor. I don't know. Um, you might be a great person, but your paycheck is derived from theft, right? It's just a fact. It's not even an opinion. It's just where it comes from. Or extortion, technically, right? Yeah. If you, it's not really theft in the most well, strict definition, but it's extortion. If you it don't, theft, yeah, by the threat, right? And so the same thing is done uh, by the FCC uh, in censoring oh, just a little bit of the air, 
Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? Hey, this is Major. Major, it's Captain and Peakless. Hey, Captain, I got a question for you, which you might, may or may not be able to answer. Do you think the audience is bigger on your Beard Talk Live or on your Saturday night show or Sunday night show? I mean, I'm total. Oh, I'm definitely the, the radio. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Okay, so I got a nice fact conspiracy theory. But Richie's probably going to be with you tomorrow, and he'll be intrigued by this, too, so I'll lay it on yeah. you then. Yeah, Major, it's anyway. called gatekeeping. <laughs> it's called gatekeeping. So I literally can't get on their owned airwaves and say, fuck the FCC. Right, yes. I'm not allowed. They will, oh, they will come to my house that. and be very upset with me. I, I understand all that, and I can tell the FCC to go fuck off on this show, too. And but and I that's just, that's their way of owning the uh, ears of all of these people. It's their way of taking possession yeah. of people's attention. You're not allowed to hear those words. Sure enough, no one is allowed to bitch topic. about this and call it bitching. I mean, that well, is I to an extent new, what I'm doing is bitching about it. <laughs> I have a new conspiracy theory about the Hawaiian uh, island fire that's pretty solid, but I want to lay it on as many ears as I can. Well, I'm a blank oh, man. I, see. I know like nothing oh, about it. Beard Talk Live's not good enough for the major's story. I see it. No, no, no. I got a plan B for y'all. All right. So well, B is for beard, so go ahead. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um, corduroy pillows making headlines all across the United States. Oh, my God. We are bordering <laughs> on dad joke territory. All right. Here's, here's another oh, one. Thank you for your call, Major. Here's, here's <laughs> another one I heard the other day. This one's better. Trust me on this. Should so, I? There's this, couple, there's this couple that hasn't spoken for 18 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, people start to question why. And when the mm -hmm. old man's asked about it, he says, well, I just didn't want to interrupt her. No, I, I I missed that one. Somehow. You didn't like that one either. I just yeah, man, I, this is a tough audience. I think I missed it. Yeah. Well, we are the after they, show. They hadn't spoke. They hadn't spoken to each other for eighteen years, and when asked, the old the old man was asked why, he says, "I just didn't want to interrupt her." Uh, in other words, okay. He never one up. one kept speaking. The other one never had a chance in eighteen years. All right, so I'm getting you know what, you know what you know what I heard, Major. What's if, that? It doesn't get any funnier if you have to tell it twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got it as soon as I heard it the first time. I don't know why in the hell you're okay. So, Major, you know what I heard? You went past dad joke territory. Never go full retard, man. You don't go past dad joke territory. Go just, past the joke. What dad joke? You know, oh, dad joke. Dad joke. Oh, yeah, there's a line there. It was an old, a classic rock station, so I guess it could have been a dad joke. What's with the useless English E at the end of words? Well, right? we can't figure like, out when to long and when to short and when to have a bunch of silent GHs and a bunch of FGHs. It's just that's that useless silent E at the end of some words. Honestly? It's just like, I'm like... Okay, oh. so tinfoil hat time, I literally believe that it was intended to make as many people as would listen to this way of doing things go a little bit nuts. <laughs> Let's just fuck with them a little bit. Honestly, uh, 
I mean, if you were a world-controlling, sinister supervillain dick, what would yeah. you do except, hey, we get to tell them how to spell shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we going to fucking do? Let's fuck with them. Yeah. Let's fuck them up a little bit. Why does it spell that way? Because I fucking told you so. Oh, I remember. No, that's what we were going to talk about when uh, we were outside before the show. Nice. But either way, um, that fucking, that that guy with the song. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't rich really, men north yeah. of Richmond. I don't really want to talk about him mm. or the song, mm. but I, I moved to... Uh, because like, I, I feel like, you know, if you, if it makes you feel better to cry along with him in his, in his song, go ahead, Hmm. you know, uh, that's your prerogative. Um, but I think, I don't know, man, I feel like because Jason Aldean's song didn't go as planned, like they had to throw the soulful ginger at you. Right. And his, and his song. Right. And it's just, I don't know, man, it's. It feels like it's forced to me. It feels, I don't know, there's there's something amiss with uh, the folks sort of taking on that song. You know what I mean? I, I've seen it before, and I've seen it in all sorts of fads, and uh, it's, I'm just like, wow. And it's like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, Wave the banner of the crying redneck. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you're I'm cry- going to dispel a future which by is predicting... Fine. Like, I, uh, him as the crying net redneck on wikipedia is that really what the crying no redneck? Oh. it won't happen now because i predicted it oh i thought it already happened but i mean as far as i understand that's basically the idea here is uh, it's a redneck crying over what washington does to its people it's subject subject is moving south and, on broadway and i'm just like we're way past crying about it. like mm. the time for crying about this shit I was before I was even born, right? Like if it, you know, folks had the ability to rid themselves of this idea that we should all be governed by uh, an institution of violence. That's it. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it should have been gotten rid of a long time ago. The time for it to go is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by all evidence, too, if you look at, you know. What thing causes the most despair for humans in all of the world? Well, it could be that one time that you said free evil is okay with me. You can perform as much evil as you want, and we will call it good. In fact, the more evil you perform, the more we will call it good, because that's you doing your job. That's crazy that that's like how it is. Well... The fact of the matter is that thousands of years ago, a giant-ass guild of warriors beat everyone's fucking heads in long enough that they took the fuck over. Then, thousands of years later, they ran into each other way too often, and like, hey, that guy's telling the same story over there. So they're like, shit, uh, can someone tell a good story so I can get my peasants to not leave me? Well, I'm a priest. Okay, you're hired. And then all of the power, it moved to like the, the intellectual class, the storytellers, the educators, the media moguls. 
like whoever was making the narrative. All right, uh, let's try this then. Once upon a time, there was an institution of violence. Then one day, people said, hey, that's bad. Let's not do that anymore. And then they didn't. The end. Pretty good story, right? Could it be that easy? It could be, right? Like if enough people were to just like, you know what? I'm not participating in this charade anymore. I'm done. You have no authority over me. I will from now on make my own agreements and that's all. Do I think we need security services? Yes, I do. I think human beings need security services to protect them from other human beings, right? Maybe to you that means a neighborhood watch around your neighborhood, right? Or some sort of a security guard patrolling around or something like that. I don't know what that means, but it's going to mean something different to everybody else than it does to me. And how much I'm willing to pay for that is going to be different from how much you're willing to pay for that, depending Mm. on what you need. Mm. And what we don't have are systems that tailor to our individual choices. In every other market, right, you've got thousands of choices, right? Go to the grocery store, look at any anything, right? There's thousands of bottles of two-liter soda, right, or pop, depending on where the fuck you're from, right? Um, but, like, oh, I only get one choice in protection service. Mm. <laughs> it's 2023, man, right? I think, you know, uh, my needs differ from everybody else, right? This whole, like... Well, one size fits all, and whether you like it or not, and it doesn't matter if we're good or bad at it, fuck you. <laughs> you know? Right. That that shouldn't be. It just straight shouldn't be. Yeah, we need to innovate everything. Yeah. Yeah, especially the most important shit. Yeah. Duh. It's interesting to me that uh, credit card companies uh, were the first to mm, co-mingle, if you will, with cryptocurrency. Right, uh, the crypto debit card stuff like that. Um, there are still prepaid cards that you can get, you know, through crypto, through the gift card economy, stuff like that. Um, and it's interesting to me that like they sort of backed out a little bit, right? They went in. It's almost like they were doing like research, right? Like, how can we? How legit is this? Can we just mold our systems to communicate with it? Mm. Uh, you know, can we be sort of the the front end, if you will, the UI mm. uh, for cryptocurrency? The user interface? Yeah. And, I mean, I think they can. Uh, I think there's a whole bunch of people who are out there doing it already, doing it before them, but mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to tell who they've hired, what they've been developing behind closed doors and that kind of stuff. The, the market, hopefully, uh, is going to spring something else upon us, right? The rate at which technology advances, we're, we're in a period of time where, like, we should start seeing more bumps mm-hmm. in like the new tech that's been invented. Um, well, the one thing I can guarantee you is that they will spring something on you that you don't expect. Yeah, I mean, true. so I think the AI thing was this massive distraction from Bitcoin because it was taking the imagination a little too far. <laughs> Damn it, the aliens didn't and work. I have no idea how they're going to try and distract people from the next... Because it's, it's a logarithm. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. Yeah. When you cut the supply in half, the market has to adjust. It's like pushing a wave. You've suddenly moved this thing. When you suddenly move this thing in an energetic system, you make this wave. And that wave does this. And then it's got it, to go back to normal. Now, the, the thing that's changed has been adapted to. Yeah. So there's always going to be a sudden push of 
interest, of attention to what Bitcoin is doing at the worst goddamn possible time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and everyone FOMOing in is going to be pissed <laughs> off. Um, Stole my money. It's like, fucking wait for it, dude. Like, let's just say, it. Were, I don't think it's possible, but let's just say it were possible for Bitcoin to go to zero, right? It's still the biggest fuck you to government I've ever seen, <laughs> right? It says, hey, guess what, motherfuckers? Uh, you don't get to own the exchange of value. It is not your domain exclusively. You will not use it to continue to rule over your fellow humans. It is not your choice to make anymore. Now it's everybody's choice to make. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like to that extent, if you don't adopt cryptocurrency and you know what, you know, what kind of benefits it can have, uh, I, you know, I feel for you. Well, and you keep comparing it to when the phone system moved over. I do. And it's a matter of carrying a signal. Yeah. And the thing is that this system of value language can carry a signal. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've proven already a lot of the signals that it can carry. Right now we're on Odyssey. Yeah. The way that you index that, that part of the signal is carried by one of these, a distributed network. Yep. So we're giving the evidence of what you can... What you can do is all of the information can travel on this new medium. Yeah. The internet of money. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting next, I don't know, decade. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's the thing. A lot of this is going to get wrapped in together. The way that I text you something will also literally be paying you. Yeah. And what am I paid with? Well, the ability to talk, of course the energy that it takes to keep giving us the power to talk to each other. That's what we pay each other with. You know what they don't show in public schools? Hmm. The Milgram experiments. Right? At least they didn't when I was growing up. That's for damn sure. I, I've never heard anybody go, you know, they showed me the Milgram experiments when I was in school. Uh, college. Okay. College is when they believe that you are sufficiently indoctrinated that they can allow you to have. They can show some you that, and the test is if it doesn't have any mildly empowering yeah. information, if, as long as you agree with our interpretation of it. If if it doesn't have any effect on you, then you can go on to the public sector, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the government sector, as I like to call it, the murder sector. Right? Yeah, yeah. The same thing with logic. Now, in the ancient world, they would teach logic to the smallest of children. Once you understand language, okay, first we teach you language and the principles of that, grammar. And that's also when we start uh, teaching you number. You learn letters and numbers. And the four parts of, uh, of numbers and the three parts of language. We get taught two parts of language. And we don't get to learn logic until they're so sure that they've got you that you've been through 12 years of indoctrination, and they're pretty sure that you can be trusted not to rock the fucking boat. I wonder if anybody's, like, tried to do that, like, do a study and, like, teach children logic, like, before preschool or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, well, some, that's, that's, that's literally part of the purpose of the Free State Project, is that we get to teach what is obviously what we should teach to people that we are trying to make capable human beings. I, I was thinking about this... Um, Again, I've thought about it a couple of times, but I was thinking about, uh, you know, the libertarian phrase, taxation is theft. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking, and then like technically it's extortion, but taxation is theft sounds cooler. Well, right? 
extortion's a kind of theft, really. It is, yeah. Theft by other means, but still theft. I, I'm thinking that um, that that's fine, but it might be time for a stronger word, mm. right? Or a stronger slogan, a stronger something to say that will immediately uh, make people uh, go, oh, oh, it really is. So I like to say, I use the word government, the organization type known as government because everybody recognizes what that is. It's the art of statism, practicing of statism. Uh, But I think that I would like to try and not use that word and start using this instead. Hmm. Murderment. Hmm. I think it's got a stronger, stronger message if you're like, you know, you, you stop up for a cup of coffee while you're it out doing chores. Murder. Yeah. While you're out doing chores or whatever. People are like, where are you going? Oh, I got to go pay the murderment. Right? I got to renew my fishing license, give the murderment some money. You know? I'm down. Got to head over to the Department of Murderment Vehicles. You know? I think if you just substitute that word for government, like it'll give people a much better idea instantaneously of what's really going on yeah right people like to be ignorant of it they oh no that's not how it works no, it is look at it don't be afraid it's fine look it up there's the information's one, out there there's one situation in which you allow murder like you could just watch a dude just be like you know standing in line at the grocery store and the guy in front of him's taking too fucking long and just pulls out a gun and shoots him in the back of the head there's one situation in which you're willing to forgive someone of that when he pulls out a badge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or There's in one the, murder you allow. Or is in the right kind of costume. Right. Yeah. The right kind of costume, the right kind of paperwork, the nice shiny badge yep. that shows he's part of the warrior guild. You know, there's his, his guild insignia. Yeah. It's the one time you allow them to mint murder. You allow it in one situation. Yeah, well, it's time to stop all that. It is. In my opinion. Yeah, it's and it's time to stop time. giving the murderment our work. It's time to start giving our work to each other. We're the ones feeding ourselves. We're the ones protecting ourselves. Yeah. It's time to start giving our power to each other. <laughs> and uh, most folks are attempting to protect themselves from the murderment. Yeah. It's the only thing they have going for their bullshit dollars. Yeah. Is that, hey, we kind of promise we'll murder you less. <laughs> if you give us this many of these. <laughs> How many is this many? I'm <laughs> not going to tell you. What's the? Most of the time. Sometimes I'll tell you, give me 40 bucks. I I, I, I want it now. The the rate of inflation of, of the murderment will continue to climb. However, it'll just go slower. I remember I was, fuck, man like four, maybe five years old. I don't remember exactly, but I was still pretty fucking young. And I remember uh, uh, my my mom being on the phone, uh, basically arguing with somebody, and I detected something was wrong. I didn't understand the situation at all. And I was like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I'm, I'm worried about you know paying the rent this month or something. you know. And I was like, oh. So I went into my room. I grabbed some uh, some paper and some crayons, and I started drawing pictures of stuff 
because I knew how to draw. Uh, one of my grandfathers taught me how to do like perspective drawing, little log cabin and some trees and shit like that. So I just drew a bunch of fucking pictures, right? A half a dozen, six, eight of them, something. And I put a little price tag on them, right? Nickel, 25 cents, right? You know, I was, I was being entrepreneurial. I went around to our apartment complex, door to door, with this fucking thing of pictures. Knocked on fucking doors, right? And I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to sell these pictures. Do you want to buy any of the pictures? And everybody was like, oh, you're so cute, and blah, 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 right? You know, and then some people would buy the pictures. And I came back with like, I don't know, like a buck 50 or something, right? But I was like, hey, mom, here. I just sold some of, some of these drawings and put that towards rent. I don't know if it's enough or not, but, you know. So, like, that was my first entrepreneurial experience, right? Now, that was a learning opportunity that I could have explored further, I could have analyzed that situation and gone, well, uh, I didn't sell as many as I needed, but I did sell some, uh, you know, which one was the highest one, you know, who were the people that bought the most, right? I started rating my customers, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, this is uh, what they call a a, a management database, right? You start remembering your customers, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They've got software to do all this for you at corporations now. And it's important to do so because... Uh, the Pareto distribution of 80-20 or square root, yeah. however you want to do that, also applies to your customers, both in the profitable ones and the pain in the ass. Right. My point is that knowledge uh, is a quest that people will voluntarily go on once they realize they need it to accomplish something. So once you get the incentive structure of human beings correct, human beings will self-incentivize to self-educate. Mm-hmm. Right, because everybody has to be born to somebody, and everybody else is going to be like, "You got to self-educate, man." <laughs> you know, you want right. some help? Sure, I'm, I'm available, right? Or I know somebody who can, or whatever. You know, that kind of a thing. But like, you know, yeah. it has to happen, man. Uh, some I'm, of the smartest I'm free for tutoring if you need some help. But yeah, you got to self-educate. Some of the smartest people I know today are, you know, glued to, uh, you know, things that they're interested in, right? specific subjects right uh like i don't know it would be like uh being a nerd in something right if i'm a music nerd or a metal nerd i'm always engaged in my you know metal news what's going on with this band and that you know that kind of a thing Mm -hmm. um there are people who are glued to their things specifically so in creating more individuals the internet has already allowed people to sort of live in different knowledge universes simultaneously Hmm. I might be studying history right now, and you might be studying science right now, or or some other subsection of those two subjects, but we exist simultaneously in different worlds. Hmm. We don't watch the same news programs because we're able to select all the things we want our attention given to or, or subscribed to for that particular purpose. Hmm. So choice is building more individuals, and as more individuals are built, we're just going to realize, I think, that like forcing everybody into a one-size-fits-all thing called government. It's completely wrong and inhumane. Yeah. Even inhuman. Yeah. It's going to become just as fucking obvious as slavery was. Right. Like, okay, here's how obvious it was that slavery was bullshit. We literally forgot why we stopped, and we still know it's bullshit. Like, that's how obvious it actually is that that's bullshit. Yeah. And as soon as the people decide to go through the pain of seeing government for what it is, then it will become just as obvious for all future generations that this was fucking stupid. Don't (laughs) hand all of the murder powers to one group. (laughs) Right. It's not worth it. Yeah. I wonder, like, 
like what else does human humankind look back on and go, yeah, that was dumb, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, slavery is the big one. Yeah, I right? mean it's the recent one. Uh, I guess conscription is kind of a slavery. Uh, well, I mean we that's always the problem. It's always one big fucking problem yeah. with multiple versions of it. Right. Like yeah. it, oh oh kings kings yeah. that's when we look at back as can you fucking believe that we used to literally believe that God chose one family to rule everybody I mean there still are kings but yeah you're right the the belief that that's how it comes about is yeah I, or for that matter the other version of that myth can you believe we used to believe that there was one family that was the kin of the gods. Uh. I mean, that literally ideas somehow fucked somebody, and that's why we let them tell us what to do. Shit, Shit piss, piss, fuck, fuck cunt, cocksucker, cocksucker motherfucker, motherfucker, and, and tits. tits. And fuck the FCC. And fuck the FCC. I don't mean to be redundant, but... You know what? We get to do the verbal equivalent of music. You know why? Because music stirs something in you. And yeah, when I say fuck, it brings my words into that reptile part of your brain where action comes from, where you pay the fuck attention. Yeah. I mean, it's the equivalent of saying that you can't speak in religious terms. Nope, you, you use those religious terms, you go to jail. Why? Well, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, you're not allowed to stir something in anyone. Is that how this game works? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the basis of art, right, is what you're talking about. Yeah. Like stirring emotions. Art art is just that. And I can't, like, is there a better vehicle for value exchange in art than cryptocurrency? Really? I mean, like, everything that's currently being done payment-wise could be done with some sort of cryptocurrency, right? Micropayments, royalties, right? Even if like that part of the system didn't well, change, the existing system could very easily adopt uh, all art exchange. So check this shit out. It's like if you made every single possible form of art in the same medium. Okay. Yeah. So all of the ones that you want to keep on the eternal blockchain there, maybe you'll send that one again, but it's already on the eternal record. Right. Like, that's the language we have to learn how to speak, is there's an eternal record that everyone can use to talk to each other in. Yeah. And it's accurate and yeah. truthful. Yeah. But I can also <laughs> break down this painting and give you that movie. Because they're made of the same stuff. Yeah. And that just puts that also into the eternal record. Which the cool thing about that is, hey, when we make agreements, it's totally free to permanently inscribe them on memory. Just like all of the other things that we've decided to permanently inscribe to memory. Uh, dear AI, I would like uh, an AI whose job it is to uh, make its way into uh, any database, uh, particularly those owned by and operated by uh, murderment, right? And just release all knowledge to everyone from all governments at one time. I just release it all. All of a sudden, they're transparent organizations, 100%. You see all the statistics. You see all of the data in front of you. Well, the only way that I can see moving from here to there is to allow competition in it. 
because I will trust you a lot more when you show me what you're doing. Yeah. And if I want you to keep me safe, then I'll be happier to give you my money to keep me safe when I know exactly what you're doing to keep me safe. I don't want you doing creepy shit to keep me safe. I'm not willing to pay for that. Yeah. Right. So that's exactly how the the market would move things into preference. Yes. Proper order, uh, properly incentivized order, right? You have to recognize, not you, but people have to recognize that people respond to positive incentives, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, carrot, not stick, mm-hmm. right? And so you just look around the world and go, oh, where's that out of alignment? Oh, you mean everything I do isn't voluntary? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are things that I, there are features of my life that I can't shut off when I decide I don't like them or don't want to subscribe to them anymore. Uh, or there are features that I don't have admin control of over my own person. Uh, that's fucked up, man. It is. It's what's making the human organism unhealthy. Yeah. It's it's the blocking of the natural function of living things. Yeah, and the, nat- the natural uh, order, right, of, of uh, incentive, right? People will do what they're incentivized to do. Right, so if you want to motivate a whole bunch of people to I don't know, build a house, mm-hmm. right, you create incentive for them to do so. Right. And when it's done, you you know fulfill the agreement. Right. You want them to do that long term and call it a job. Okay, fine. You can do that too. Like I don't care, as long as it's voluntary. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. To answer your question. Yeah, and the fun part is we get to decide whether or not, and when we feel like it, to pay each other in works of art. Because sometimes I'm just making a daily payment or whatever. So if I'm making a daily payment to you, I can encode into that whatever little blip that I want. So I can see which tapestry of data I want to weave into the permanent record as we form this relationship of you provide me this service and I give you the power to keep doing things. So do you think the level of competency is going to decline? Continue it's to going decline? to very instantaneously it move into a Pareto distribution. What's what's a Pareto distribution? Okay, so uh, there's a bunch of things that uh, as they accumulate, they accumulate faster. Yeah. Uh, technologies and cities and black holes and rainforests and all that, right? Yeah. So it's a square root rule. Or an 80-20 is usually how it works out for most scales. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, any creative endeavor, there's a square root that does half of the effective work. And we have had basically a normal distribution right now because all of the brilliance has been reined in like a motherfucker. And all of the midwits have been empowered. And that is all of a sudden going to stop because they decided to, like, kill the brains of all of their slaves. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean... Paint a picture, why don't you? I cannot say that that was accident. I cannot allow you the idea that you didn't mean to do that. No, that's clearly intentional. Like, you know, the, the watchmaker idea, it's one of the arguments of uh, uh, against atheism. Yeah. That, well, things are so intricate that if you find a watch, there's the evidence of a watchmaker. 
And yeah, this is intricate. There's the evidence of a watchmaker. Yep. This Agreed. is designed for this purpose. It is. Look at the output. See That's... the intricate design. Realize what's happening. Yeah. Look and build something else. At the output. I And like, you learn that in tech as a way of measuring a thing. Right? You have to measure the output in order to know whether or not the thing that you put together uh, provides said output. Right. And it's just as simple as that. Look at everything. Look at the output of mm-hmm. a thing. Right. Uh, does uh, your local police station uh, look at its output? What does it actually deliver? Don't uh, think about what uh, what police have been portrayed to be on your television set and in movies. Right. Go and research and look at their results. Look at, you know, how many tickets do they write? How many crimes are are prosecuted? Right? Go and look at just how much they do, right? And then go, how much of this is necessary? And you're going to be like, none, <laughs> right? If you can think it through, right? Because the, the evidence is always overwhelming that governments do far more bad uh, than they do good, if they can even be said to do good at all. Some people be like, well, what about the this or the and well, they did hand you crutches after they broke your legs. <laughs> and then told you you needed them to help you in the wheelchair. Yeah. That they'll sell to you. You know, and if you can't afford it, they'll be happy to put you in debt. We promise it's not slavery. But you <laughs> owe us forever. Whatever uh, we say. Man, if there was like a, you know, on, uh, on in the big cities, they have the, the city bus. That's mm-hmm. what I call it you know, public transport, whatever. And uh, they have the ads, the, like billboard ads on the mm. sides or on the back or whatever. I could see that like being like a, a government mm. slogan. Government, so, we promise it's not murder. I got to do a shameless plug here. <laughs> uh, there's this uh, old YouTube uh, video about the Jones Plantation. Oh, yeah. Just one of those like, you know, stop. Uh, yeah, you remember that. Uh so they finally got around to making the movie of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 10 bucks. Yeah, That's I, fucking awesome. I, I saw it at uh, Porkfest. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Larkin Rose uh, has been working on that for a long ass time. Right. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoy Larkin's content. Uh, he, like, <laughs> he's corrected me on a couple of places where I, th- I was like, no, I thought it would go the, oh, I see how it goes that way now. And why it wouldn't go the way that I thought it did, you mm. know, at first, right? Um so, uh, it it should. I mean, hopefully the message is spreading. Hopefully, uh, more f- people are realizing what's going on around them. Right? The well, the former Soviet Union would would cry, would give its left nut for just a, a fraction of the spying and controlling and you know socialist don't type even things Stalin that, didn't give know. a SWAT team to the education <laughs> system come on like dude we gotta uh, sell extra SWAT trucks okay fucking SWAT team up the education system why not might come in handy well do you want us to like stop the people shooting stop them fuck who do you think gave them the idea uh, that fucking, uh, I think it was in Kansas, the uh, newspaper place got raided by the local police. They took all their computers and shit the day before published. They needed to publish their, their newspaper. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that it's just inner city corruption. Like, like inter city, like it's 
a small town, right? It's a small town political fucking drama, right? And so if you can look at that and go, holy fuck, in a small town, this level of evil is going on. But you can't imagine how much more evil a much larger version of that is committing. The boot goes all the way down. Uh, or all the way up, depending on, you know, if it's on yeah. top of you or not. Yeah. The smallest voice has to be crushed. At any price. The one thing we can't allow in an empire of lies is that treason called the truth. And it's the one thing that keeps life alive. I mean, that's the nature of being alive. You can only digest so much untruth before you're dead. You remember the scenes in uh, The Matrix, the the, the numbers mm-hmm. going up and down, yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah. It's almost yeah, like... scrolling green yeah, code. Yeah, imagine it was taking over uh, islands of statism, right? And as the code went by, the islands began to erode and be replaced uh, with Bitcoin. That's probably going to sound creepy to somebody. Who's like, that <laughs> sounds creepy. It, it does. It does sound creepy. But, like, that's an accurate description, I think, of mm-hmm. what's happening, right? Uh, the institutions that exist currently go, shit, they're right. We can't stop this shit. All we can do is arrest a bunch of people and slow down uh, the, the overtaking. But the overtaking is going to happen. Bureaucracy will be replaced with decentralized uh, forms of record keeping. Mm-hmm. Just going to happen. Well, and There's honestly, never been a more efficient and accurate way to do it uh, before now. So it's just going to happen. Uh, I'm, you know, What it did is it made them completely visible. Yeah. By doing exactly that, it took off the cloak. Yeah. And everyone could see, oh, this is what the financial system is made of. It's literally rug pulls from top to bottom. Yeah. People talk about a transparent everyone, government. Right. This one gives you the, I mean, you don't need government. You just need a transparent way to keep records with each other. Right. That's it. And everyone was shocked that by having this like transparent set of records, you can't pull the same schemes that you pulled in Wall Street when you could bribe all of the officials. Right. Because you can't bribe code. Right. Code is code. Code is the network that we have agreed that we're going to run over here. And you can run the same one or similar or different or none, whatever. But that's what we're running here. I think uh, the world could do to download more cryptocurrency wallets, uh, do more things for each other uh, in cryptocurrency. Right? Somebody tries to tip you. You did something. You did a favor. Somebody like, hey, thanks for helping me out. Here's 20 bucks, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I go, oh, can I get that in Bitcoin maybe? Right. right. Can I get that in Dash? Can I get that in, you know, insert mm-hmm. your preferred Monero, whatever, mm-hmm. right? your preferred well, crypto. And, and that's the thing. The the actual currency for at least the foreseeable chunk is going to be a cycling thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have multiple currencies. Yeah. Because sometimes my uh, Dash network is not doing what I want it to do. Or I've already spent some here in this wallet, and I, I still have some in this wallet that is not Dash. Oh, this one's my Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, I, I I think that still has one. Oh, I can use Monero, but that one takes much longer to reset. I wonder and, if... And you're going to have this uh, conveyance through multiple languages. I wonder if this has happened yet. Uh, uh, a small boy, uh, you know, is offering, you know, to, I don't know, mow his neighbor's lawn... And the neighbor goes, sure, kid, I'll give you 20 bucks. And he goes, can I get that in Bitcoin, right? I wonder if that's happened yet. Mm. You know what I mean? <sighs> because, well, it, I mean, the youth are going to take this up, right? Because they will recognize that it is the largest 
shift in uh, human value exchange ever, right, of all time. It, it, is, it solves so many problems when communicating value that we don't even know, like we can't even imagine how many problems it might solve. But the first and foremost one is official record keeping, right? Well, once official record keeping is completely transparent to the entire human race, do you think there's going to be a need for this other manual lie factory? <laughs> right? To like, they might publish something, right? They might be like, we're still over here. And we'll be like, we don't care. We're going over here now. Yeah, we prefer the harmless lies. Yeah. You know, the ones we know are stories that aren't threatening us to act as if they're true. Well, I, I mean, I just prefer uh, a superior method of exchange that doesn't allow other men to control me and what I do with it. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody should have that same thought, I think. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like, it seems like a good idea to me to have autonomy to choose how you want to exchange value with other humans. Right. Right. Uh, they've told me for a long time that I have to use the dollar. Yeah. You must. It is the only approved currency or whatever, right? Uh, Here comes cryptocurrency and I've used it, man, you know, uh, without your permission and I'm going to keep doing so. Not your permission, but you know. Right. Uh, and I'm going to keep doing so, but like, I'm not necessarily like, yes, it's a big fuck you to murderment, the organization, Mm -hmm. but because it's with or without uh, anyone's permission. Regardless of that, it's a superior way of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it also happens to work better. And well, and that's the wild thing. I mean, I'll admit, back in high school, I had a truly mercenary mentality for a little while. And I'm like, I'm going to figure this shit out, and whichever path is going to goddamn work, I'm going to go down that path. Now, it turns out that the path that actually works long term is morality. Turns out that's practically the definitional state of morality, is the shit that works out over a long period of time. Yeah. Turns out that good does work. What a relief. I thought (laughs) I was going to have to be an evil bastard. (laughs) Turns out Uh, treating each other like human beings is good. You are a double-bearded bastard. I am a double-bearded bastard. I look forward to ways that I can eliminate... Uh, you know, my bills, right? Uh, everybody hates bills, hate paying them. Right? I, I want to eliminate, like, you know, I want to put solar, right, uh, on my house, but it's cost prohibitive to install mm. at this point. And, you know, also I'd have to be able to afford something like that. <laughs> right. Uh, I could build a system myself over the course of time. Uh, but I'm told, and I haven't looked this up, but I'm told that, like, uh, the the way I have to do it is I have to have a uh, uh, there's a special name for it I can't remember what it is it's a it's a panel installed on my circuit box in my house that uh, allows a generator to be plugged in it shuts off you know the city electric and then a, it's basically a switch and it allows you to now you can plug in like a generator if you got one plugged in it'll power your house in a power outage um, I can do that but. but instead of plugging in a generator, I plug in, you know, a bank of batteries that are, you know, being uh, charged by solar panels. Uh, That's easy enough to do. Mm. Um, So I could, but like, you know, I'm still going to have to pay a fee to keep that connection. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, it's just a base cost of, I don't 
30, 60 bucks. I don't know how much it costs just to, per month to, you know. The way of the hidden fee. Right. But I would find out at that point, right? If I had that ability to just power my entire home uh, on solar power, uh, you know, regardless of, you know, how I recoup my costs for that. But I just don't want to be tied to, like, and you can't do that in everywhere, right? You you have to cooperate to have water systems for communities that, you know, operate together. How do- well, And that's the thing. What this technology does, by its nature, while it establishes itself, yeah. is it sets up the most efficient networks of energy. And yes, it must be adaptive, so it is. Right. So wherever the most effective, uh, it's this close to a network... And it has this abundance of energy. Wherever the energy is cheap. And so it fuels civilization, filling any place where we can gather energy. Yeah. Which is what life should be doing. Like, where does a plant put its leaves? Where it can gather energy. It is interesting that, like, because humans uh, do uh, manipulate energy Mm -hmm. to provide them with things and uh, that that in and of itself sounds very wizardly mm. you know what i mean yeah that human beings manipulate electricity uh, fuels combustion explosions right you know we manipulate the fire right you know we manipulate these for our, our benefit and w- like our incentive of course is just self-betterment mm. right that's it's always been the human incentive to do anything. You, you do anything that you're like, oh, man, I've, I'm really tired of hunting. I've been hunting my entire life, and I'm just tired of it. I wish there was an easier way for me to hunt. Mm. right? And then one day, I don't know, you see like a piece of a branch fall and like kill a deer right in front of you. And you're like, oh, fuck, I can eat now for the whole winter. right? And then you're thinking about that while you're eating your deer, and you decide you're going to invent a stick. With a little fucking thing on the end of it that's really sharp. And, you know, you're going to try and chuck it at an animal the next time you go out hunting. And you do that, and it and it works. Well, you've just invented something. Mm-hmm. So necessity, I think, uh, is the what takes humanity so long. This technology has been invented. It's been around over a decade. Uh, it's being attacked Every time it can by every government on planet Earth, plus every bank uh, is, you know, attacking it in some way, shape or form or trying or they've tried and they're failing. It, it exists without their permission. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, the bank has always been like the secret backing behind the clergy. Because that's what the ultimate purpose of telling you this narrative is, is to collect your value. Mm. And put it in a place where we know that we can redeem your power coming to us. I mean, money has always been and will always be religious. It's why we used little sun disks and moon disks, usually with the faces of the most powerful people that were in our real world, as this thing that we would use for a a symbol of our own power. Hmm. It's always been religious. And the bank is just where that storage, that battery of power comes from. And what's what's happening now, it's uh, everyone becomes their own bank. Yes. Everyone gets to be their own storage mm-hmm. of value. 
It's almost like uh, if you have a little bit of cryptocurrency in a wallet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like uh, it's like having a home safe, you know, uh, or you know, a safety deposit box, but you know, it's digital, right? You're the only one that can get into it, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so now you got to manage that thing. You have it. Now what? What do you do with it? Do you sit on it and do nothing? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do you try and put it to work for you and make it do something for you? Uh, you know, these are decisions that only you can make for yourself. Nobody else can make them for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is the difference between cryptocurrency and state-based currency is that now you control it. It doesn't control you anymore. People, regardless of, I mean, across religions, uh, know that uh, it gives them uh, a sense of something, something generally positive when they perform a kindness, Mm -hmm. right? What's a kindness? When you do something nice for somebody else, or try to, does it make you feel good, right? For most people, yeah, it does. They get disconnected from it because the things that make them feel good are generally things that they feel passionate about or want to be charitable to. And when you, again, outsource that, uh, you give up the opportunity to to feel that. And so it makes you a little bit less human to believe that things shouldn't be done voluntarily. Right? If you're like, well, we need government to do... And like, uh, you're, this is, no, we don't need government to. This is, you know, the, 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 the ramblings of somebody who hasn't thought it through, hasn't seen the value. Hasn't grown the fuck up. No. And that's really what it is. When you grow up, you respect someone's ability to choose. Yeah, that's true. It's maturity. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I know the rules that allow us to not be at each other's throats all the time. Yeah. And pretty simple and straightforward. Yeah, and like, and that's most things most of the time, right? Yeah. Most people get along just fine. You know, yeah. going about their day, doing their daily stuff, trying to get by, trying to, you know. We just need to grow the rest of the way up. Look, we know that slavery is wrong. Yeah. And look, I don't give a fuck if anyone still agrees with the, hey, well, Jesus Christ is everyone's Lord, and therefore you're not my Lord, and I'm not his Lord, and you can't lord it over these people. I don't give a fuck if we remember that anymore. Yeah, me what neither. We, what we need to remember is, hey, we need a consistent principle here. Yeah. Uh, are we doing the slave thing? Right. Or are we fucking not doing the slave thing? If somebody throw the slave switch uh, completely off. Somebody left it a little bit on. Like. A lot bit. Do we have these rules or don't we? Well, clearly we don't. And so then why should we have the, the institution? Right. Well, and that's the thing. We have the, the, the first real opportunity to build something else. Where we have consistent rules. Yeah. Like we have self-executing consistency. Yeah, that's entirely possible. That's brand new. Yeah. Well, how do you know that that contract will be followed? Well, if it doesn't meet this exact parameter, then it's not going to execute. So it better be right. And it just checks itself. All of the messages, they just go exactly where they need to go to get the shit done. Yeah. And if it gets done, everyone gets paid. And until it gets done, no one gets paid. And they'll look after it after it themselves. We can just send the money off to spend itself. Holy fuck. Minions. Right? Yeah. 
As as a man of uh, you know, from time to time, I have many ideas and and they come at me quickly, and then they go away. And I'm like, oh, I should have wrote that shit down, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I like to have ideas. I like to create things, right? That's why I, I've loved art all of my entire life. Um, I, I've done many different forms: stipple, right, paper mache, right, painting. You know, I uh, played a little music, that kind of thing. Um, but I I see art. I think in in the blockchain, in the cryptoverse, mm-hmm. I see art there. Um, people are developing based on demand, need, and ability to some extent, right? The It's still a young technology, even more than 10 years, you know, have gone by. So developments should be forthcoming. Mm. Well, so part of the brilliance of this technology is that if you have this intention, you can pick a thing that you think people will value eventually. Yeah. I mean... We've proven that people will still value blockchains when it's just for sentiment. Like the, uh, there was a chain called People was the tagline for it. Really? It was the, yeah, they attempted to buy one of the early uh, copies of the Constitution. Uh, okay. It was one of the early decentralized uh, uh, autonomous organizations. Yeah. And just out of, you know, nostalgia, its value kept being above its trade value. So we know that happens. So if you pick something that you figure at some point, at least for kitsch, people are still going to want, oh, hey, look, I've still, I've got some Monero over here. Oh, Remember Monero? Yeah. And as long as that's still happening, then those little executables to, hey, if you want this Monero, here's how you get it. Or, hey, if you want this Dash, here's how you get it, this Bitcoin Cash, this whichever thing you think is going to be valued by future generations. Right. You can just set up these little rewards and broadcast them. Hey, here's the required element for you to get this reward. Yep. And maybe it'll take forever for that thing to get done. Cool. What maybe a about- hundred years from now, this idea that you had just pays for itself. What if you ask uh, or give instructions or program a thing to do something and then you don't want to do that anymore? You change your mind. Mm-hmm. Well, you can program a way to get it back. Like uh, when they did uh, uh, crypto tips, mm-hmm. there was a way of, okay, you set this aside, and if it gets claimed by this point, then it sends. Right. And if it reaches this point and hasn't been claimed, it sends it back. That's a gate. Yeah. Threshold. Yeah. You can set that just as easily to, hey, if I say, never mind, and here's how I'll say never mind, so you know it's me. Which is what a seed phrase does. It generates those. Yeah. And then here, give it back. I've changed my mind. What if some someone uh, programs instructions uh, of a thing that, that uh, uh, causes nefariousness of some sort, and then they die, and they can't turn it off, mm. and then it executes? So here's part of the beauty of it, is that you can set something going in the opposite direction. And whatever ability it has in that way... It has in the way of predicting that. Peakless, thank you. Thank you to our callers.